Hong Kong has entered into a very critical stage of its political development. Today, there will be a meeting in Shanghai between the pan-democracy legislators and the officials of the central government, including Wang Guangya, the director of Hong Kong Macau office, and Jiang Xiaoming, the director of the Central Liaison Office in Hong Kong, to discuss on the important issues relating to the 2016 and 17 political reform. Although we are well aware of the tough attitude and stance taken by the central government officials, as expressed in their recent public statements on political reform, we decided that the pan-democracy parties should still send their representatives to attend the Shanghai meeting. This is a matter of public duty, which we shall discharge to the best of our ability, namely to speak out candidly and firmly to Beijing. About the aspirations of Hong Kong people for genuine universal suffrage in 2017 and 2020, we shall also sincerely but seriously warn the Beijing officials that the failure of the central government to deliver genuine universal suffrage in 2017 to elect the chief executive will lead to a complete and irreparable damage to the reputation and credibility of the central government. Not only will it be difficult to maintain any trust between Hong Kong people and the central government, but it is foreseeable that Hong Kong will become quite ungovernable, as the chief executive, short of being democratically elected, due to the lack of political legitimacy, will be unable to command the respect, trust, and support of the Hong Kong people. The immediate political consequence will be. The participation of the occupation central action, leading to unrest, turmoil, and disruption to daily activities and businesses. The social and economic consequences are that Hong Kong will find it very difficult to sustain its past stability and prosperity. This is indeed a price which both the central government and Hong Kong cannot afford to pay. We understand the central government is very concerned about the unpredictability of a democratic election and the consequential unknown, which would include returning a successful chief executive candidate who will be confrontational to Beijing and considered by the central government as not patriotic to the country. Of course, a genuine election may sometimes. Have an unpredictable result, but this is precisely how a truly democratic election is distinguished from those elections with Chinese socialist characteristics held in the mainland, where election results are always known before the ballots are counted or even cast. However, we all clearly remember that on many occasions in the past, Chinese leaders, including the paramount leader Deng Xiaoping, Have repeatedly said that most Hong Kong people are patriotic to the country and do love Hong Kong. There is no reason why we cannot trust the choice of Hong Kong people, who are not only patriotic and love Hong Kong, but also always sensible and pragmatic. They will certainly make the right choice to choose a leader who can not only serve Hong Kong well, but also be able and willing to maintain a cordial relationship. With the central government, the key message that will be brought 
by our pan-democracy colleagues to Beijing officials is that Hong Kong people will not accept a fake election system under which Hong Kong can only choose between candidates pre-approved by Beijing. A fake democracy is deceptive and will give a false perception to the public about the legitimacy of a leader who is not genuinely elected through a meaningful competition. A fake election is much worse than no election and is bound to be rejected by the Hong Kong people. The contentious issue can now be crystallized as what is the meaning of genuine universal suffrage. There is no argument that one person, one vote is the key component, but the main controversy lies in the process of nomination. The pan-democrats hold a firm view that there must be no political screening by the nomination committee that would result in the exclusion of intended candidates holding different political convictions or representing what is traditionally known as the opposition parties in Hong Kong. On the other hand, Beijing officials and pro-Beijing scholars are adamant that the nomination committee has the legal responsibility to act as an institution and the democratic procedure provided in Article 45 of the Basic Law must mean an institutional process. Notwithstanding that there are indications, there will likely be some minor changes to the composition of the previous election committee. It is quite obvious that the new nomination committee to be formed under Article 45 as applicable to universal suffrage will be overwhelmingly structurally biased in favour of the establishment. As such, the committee is certainly vulnerable to manipulation by Beijing. Therefore, any preliminary election will certainly have a screening effect unless the voting system is specially devised to protect the choices of the significant minority within the committee. It is for this reason that the general public are in favour of the direct civic nomination procedure, such that any intended candidate, having obtained a nomination by a designated number of registered voters on the street, can automatically gain the right to candidacy. If Beijing insists on opposing civic nominations for the reason that it undermines the authority of the nomination committee and is therefore unconstitutional, they should allay the fears of Hong Kong people by presenting a system of nomination by the nomination committee that can guarantee a fair chance for participation by politicians who have reasonable support in the community to become vetted candidates. Hong Kong is a cosmopolitan city and our people always look to international standards and practices for guidance and evaluation. Further, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights is recognised as applicable to Hong Kong under Article 39 of the Basic Law. Article 25 of the International Covenant stipulates that there shall be no unreasonable restriction on the nomination of candidates in any election. 
A group of internationally renowned scholars and experts on politics and law recently gathered in Hong Kong for an academic conference to discuss the question of nomination. They have unanimously opined that the nomination procedures of the nomination committee shall be reasonable, fair, and transparent, without imposing any unreasonable restriction which will violate the principle of equality. Non-discrimination, inclusion, and participation. Further, the method of election of members of the nomination committee should be inclusive, participatory, and transparent, and corporate voting should be avoided. Hong Kong has to surmount this immense challenge by effectively finding a way to resolve this question of political development. Which has caused ongoing political conflicts and confrontations within our community in recent years. By establishing a truly democratic system based on universal suffrage, in a genuine form, in 2017 and 2020, all the persistent conflicts can be resolved. Then, with a democratically accountable government led by leaders and trusted with political legitimacy. Hong Kong can certainly move forward with self-confidence, enthusiasm, and dynamism to meet all the other challenges in our path to the future.